Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, October 26th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Welcome to the week. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. The weather was a little bit iffy. Pretty decent on Saturday, so-so on Sunday. I ended up going to a disappointing Navy game. More on that a little bit later. And actually, yesterday, I got to celebrate my son's birthday up in Catonsville, and I learned something new. I learned that pho, the Vietnamese food, is actually pronounced pho. Who knew? All right, well, it is Monday, so let's get right into it. A TikTok video went viral over the weekend, and it showed the Anne Arundel County police forcibly removing a suspect from a vehicle down in South County. According to the video, the police asked the passenger for his ID. He declined, and when he declined, they pulled him out. That was half of the story. The other half of the story came from the Anne Arundel County police, who said that this happened back on October 19th in the middle of the afternoon. The car was stopped for speeding, and they did identify the passenger as a suspect who had two active arrest warrants on file. They advised the suspect that he was under arrest. They asked him to exit the vehicle. He did not. They asked him again. He did not. Ultimately, he refused to get out of the vehicle, and he was forcibly removed. He was charged with resisting arrest and served with the two warrants, held on a no-bond status, and the police did note that he made no complaint of any injury during that course of the arrest. So... As with most things, there are at least two sides to every story. All right, in one hour from now or at 7 a.m. on October 26th, depending on when you're listening to this, early voting starts in Anne Arundel County, actually across Maryland, and it goes through 8 p.m. on November 2nd. The hours are 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily, October 26th through November 2nd, including Saturday and Sunday, so you can go and vote in person early. There are seven voting locations in Anne Arundel County, Arundel High School, Crofton Middle School, North County High School, Northeast High School, the Pitmoyer Rec Center, Severna Park High School, and South River High School. Of course, there are the drop boxes throughout the county, 32 of them. They are open 24-7 through November 3rd at 8 p.m. You can go up there anytime and drop your ballot in if you have your ballot. If you do mail your ballot, it must be mailed by November 3rd and I would take it to a post office and not risk one of the blue mailboxes on the corner, your mailbox at the end of your driveway, or if you have a common apartment or a condominium type mailbox, I would not trust those. No matter what you do, make sure that you vote. If you're not registered to vote, you still can do that actually at the physical polling places, both during early voting and during election day. Just bring your proper Maryland identification, which could be a driver's license or ID card and proof of residency paycheck, bank statement, utility bill, that type of thing that has your name and address on it. You want to be able to marry the two documents. The election judges will determine your eligibility to vote, and you can actually vote the same day and register to vote. So once again, get out and vote. All right, the Board of Education is holding a virtual public hearing to discuss the school's reopening plan. This goes on at 5 p.m. Wednesday night, October 28th. And it is limited to 100 speakers who will each be allotted two minutes. If you want to sign up, you're going to have to go to aacps.org at 7 p.m. tonight. They will have a link on the front page. That will be a registration link 
to sign up to speak. That will be open until it reaches capacity or 9 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Now, I am a little bit confused on this thing. The Board of Education has already adopted a plan to return to school. So I am a bit confused as to why the public input is still being solicited. But apparently there are going to be 100 people speaking for two minutes apiece starting at 5 p.m. on Wednesday. And speaking of schools, this is kind of disconcerting here, but Dorchester County has closed all their schools and reverted back to distance learning amid a spike in coronavirus cases. According to the health officer, the spike has not been connected to any specific event or an outbreak in any particular part of the county and has affected people across all age groups. The current flavor of the day as far as measurement goes is the number of new cases per 100,000 population during the last seven days. That's what people like to see now. Dorchester is at 36.24 per 100,000 population. To give you a comparison, the state is at 10.3 and Anne Arundel County is at 10.4. The 121st plane of the Army-Navy game will be played at West Point on Saturday, December 12th at 3 p.m. This was announced on Friday afternoon. They are moving the game from Philadelphia due to the city's attendance limits, which would not allow the brigade and the Corps of Cadets to attend. This is the first time that the Army-Navy game has been played at a home site since World War II. Annapolis hosted the game in 1942 and West Point hosted it in 1943. Obviously, this will give the Black Knights a tremendous home field advantage. It does not appear that fans will be allowed at the game other than the Corps of Cadets and the Brigade of Midshipmen, but that has not been finally determined yet. And according to Lieutenant General Darrell Williams, who is the superintendent of the U.S. Military Academy, hosting the Army-Navy game on West Point will be the safest way for the cadets and midshipmen to cheer their teams to victory. The game next year, hopefully if coronavirus is beat, will be happening up in New York at MetLife Stadium in 2021. That is the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks on the United States. In 2022, it does return back into Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. Beyond that, it has not been determined. I imagine that will be going to the highest bidder throughout the country. And you may see the Army-Navy game from that point on sort of travel around to different cities throughout the country. And speaking of Navy football... Saturday, October 24th, Navy Football 21, University of Houston Football 37. We'll just leave it at that. And finally, back in 2009, Jared Littman from KMB True Value Hardware started a new program where customers could donate a little bit of money and he would match it up to $5,000 to give to local schools. Since that time, they have donated a whopping 34448 to local schools. This year, he started it again, but he changed it up a little bit. He solicited Bay Ridge Wine and Spirits to offer a $5,000 match, as well as Severn Bank to make a $5,000 match. And boy, the three companies and the customers came through. Let's call this mission accomplished. With the community's collective efforts, $30,514 has been raised for local schools. And now on October 29th, the principals of the 15 schools will be presented with checks. Jared Lippman, who is the owner of KMB True Values, said, I think this demonstrates incredible support in the community for the work that the schools are doing to educate and protect the kids in our community. The teams at KMB True Value, Bay Ridge Wine and Spirits, and Severn Bank thank our customers and our schools for their parts in making this such a successful program. Congratulations to the schools and kudos to KMB True Value, Bay Ridge Wine and Spirits, 
and Severn Bank, all three great community partners that we are very lucky to have in our community. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to be updating these stories and more. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And please make sure all your friends, family, and colleagues know how to get a hold of the Daily News Brief. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We have George Young with your local DCMDVA weather forecast coming up in just a minute. And because it is Monday, we also have Ann Alsina with Covington Alsina with your Money Monday report. All of that is coming up right after this brief message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services, with your Clean Energy Minute. Does your home experience power outages? Or maybe you're concerned about energy resilience in general. If so, that's another great reason to consider clean, quiet, solar-powered energy with battery backup. You may have heard residential solar adoption has rapidly increased during the pandemic for multiple reasons. And many homeowners, like yourself, are adding battery backup and electric vehicle charging to their solar projects. And with Maryland's Residential Energy Storage Income Tax Credit, along with the federal tax credit for batteries when paired with solar, the economics are quite compelling, and that secure feeling is even better. So whether you're looking for clean energy, energy resilience, or overall peace of mind with solar energy, we can help. To schedule a free solar design, call us today at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. But hurry, sunshine's a wasting. Sunshine, sunshine. Nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Okay, so it isn't George Young. Technology is wonderful until it fails you. So today you are stuck with me hacking away at the weather. Today looks like a chance of rain, but definite fall-like temperatures barely getting out of the 60s. Tomorrow looks pretty solid, but cooler, 50 to 60 and mostly cloudy. There is an overnight chance of rain into Wednesday. And at this point, Thursday and Friday may bring us the remnants of the latest tropical storm that hit the Gulf Coast. That's it. Don't listen to me. Make sure you're listening to George Young at DCMDVA Weather. He is the one that has the scoop. You can find it all out at DCMDVAweather.com. But to be really in the know, get his app, put it on your phone. You can do that in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Just search for DCMDVA Weather. Have a great day, and George will be back with us first thing tomorrow. Annapolis may be Maryland's state capital, but it's also the sailing capital of the world. And whether you call Naptown home or are just planning a visit, a cruise on the Annapolis Maritime Museum's newly restored skipjack, the Wilma Lee is a perfect opportunity to sit back, relax, and let the wind carry you across the water. Whether you're looking for front row seats to the Wednesday night sailing races, a guided sailing heritage tour, or an evening cruise to enjoy the extraordinary sunsets over the Chesapeake, a cruise aboard the historic Wilma Lee is the perfect way to connect the bay through both cultural and ecological lenses. The Annapolis Maritime Museum is making sure all safety protocols are undertaken, including social distancing and requiring masks while boarding. And the boat is open air, allowing plenty of space to socially distance. Tickets are available 
at Ameritime.org. Private cruises are also available. Visit Ameritime.org for more information. You work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Managing and investing, it can be confusing. Ann Alsina, a financial planner from Covington Alsina, has been helping people make sense of it all for over 17 years. Are you ready? Now, here's your Monday Money Report. This is Ann Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. The S&P 500 was down last week, largely on concerns that there is a lack of political will on both sides to resolve stimulus talks before the election. The market is still up over 2% for October after falling in September. We continue to get questions about the market and the election. There are several Nobel Prizes in economics that have been awarded around efficient markets and modern portfolio theory. Of course, the modern portfolio we are talking about is now almost 70 years old. These economic theories all assume that markets are efficient. That is, that all information is available to fairly price securities. That information is used to make rational decisions to buy or sell. And in the long run, the markets are efficient and work. It's the short run that we're dealing with here. And in the short run, humans step in, and we are most definitely not rational. We buy and sell based on fear and greed. More recent Nobel Prizes in economics have been awarded for behavioral finance, or how our human brains and biases impact our decision-making. There is a tremendous amount of research that shows that stock market returns are not impacted by which party sits in the White House. The best years for growth have been times when the government is split, and one party controls the executive branch, and the House and Senate are either split or controlled by the opposing party. In the short run, the re-election of an incumbent typically results in higher growth. However, it's important to keep in mind that growth in the market, or lack of growth, has correctly predicted every election in modern history, with the exception of Jimmy Carter's loss to Ronald Reagan, which means that presidents are generally re-elected when the markets are doing well, so you would expect higher growth when that happens. Either way, the markets are going to be efficient and work in the long run. If you are saving for retirement or another goal that's a few years or longer away, just stay the course. Make sure your portfolio is aligned with your goals and your risk tolerance and resist the urge to tinker with it in the short run. The election dust will settle in a month or so, and companies will continue to produce products and services that people buy, generating profits and growth. Now, if you have extra funds that you can easily lose, the same money you might be willing to risk at a casino or some highly speculative venture, and you want to make a bet that one side or the other will win or lose, and the markets will react by moving up or down, go ahead and make that bet. But remember that making a bet is not the same thing as investing. Investing is, by definition, a long-term proposition. Have more questions? We have some great resources, including calculators, videos, and articles on our website at covingtonalcina.com. Or visit our Facebook page to learn about our lineup of educational events. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Coming to Nelson and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance references historical is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in the show are for general information only and are not to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina with Covington Alcina. You've been listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, ionannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. 
This daily news brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.